Hello and welcome to the movie podcast at TIFF. Today we are talking about the zone of interest. My name is Shabazz and of course I'm joined by my two other lovely co-hosts, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing on this festival morning? We are doing well. We, I'm, I'm saying me as oh, in we, okay. you know, like oh, we, the royal, the, the royal, royal we. The royal we. Uh, doing well. You know, this is uh, day 700 of TIFF, I think, at this point. Uh, and the festival has not even started officially yet. But uh, we're, we're hanging in there. We're banging out some great reviews. And uh, we've been seeing some great movies. So it's been, uh, it's been a great ride so far. Absolutely. Anthony, what about yourself? I'm just here for the ride, man. Uh, you know, there's, there's so many movies that are, that are coming out. And I just can't, like... I can't grasp there. You know how people co- go in and say, yeah, this is my 48th movie of the day. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> how do you enjoy I, that? Like, how do you I can't, enjoy? I can't do it. I can't do it. You know what? It, it, if you could do it, all the power to you. Kudos to you. hundred percent. But yeah, that is a, uh, but do you still like a lot movies to at that point? Like I, I'll feel people. There's no way you say, can enjoy them. No, there is no like, way oh, because I'm seeing 63 films at TIFF and I'm like, wow, do you hate yourself? Yeah. Like you invest your, your spirit into these films. There is no way you can invest that much spirit. No. You don't have any spirit anymore by no, the time the no. movie is done. Your spirit is away. gone. Which is Spirited also a Miyazaki film, oh. and Miyazaki will be at at TIFF yeah. this year. We'll get our review out right. for the morning. I, I was going to say Miyazaki well. didn't definitely did not direct this film. No, definitely no. didn't do this no. film. And the movie again we're talking about today is the Zone of Interest, and we'll we'll get to that in a bit. But before we do, of course, there's a lot of stuff here at the movie podcast, but we want to get out of the way. But it's also very important because we want to talk about something that's super serious right now that's happening across phones everywhere. Uh, Discord accounts are being created discord is being downloaded on phones but some people are not joining the movie podcast discord channel and i think that is a crime that is a travesty if you have a discord account even if you don't it costs you absolutely nothing to create one you can join our discord and talk about tiff you can talk about movies you can talk about whatever you want on there i mean you can you really can i mean we like if you keep keep it to the movies if you can but if you don't want to you want to talk about your day hey you got six years that are here to listen <laughs> I to thought, you. It sounded like you were going to go into the Arthur theme song for a second there. Did we're it? talking about day. Hey, what a wonderful <laughs> kind of day. What a wonderful kind of day. That's a banger theme song, though. It is a banger theme song. While you're talking about Discord, though, Shay, I do want to commend everybody who's being so respectful in the in the Discord chat right now about Ahsoka. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. uh, that is that is huge. I know it was a huge episode this week. If you have not seen it, obviously, this is not the episode we're going to... You have to worry about Ahsoka spoilers, I'll be honest with you. It's not this episode. Uh, but it's like... It's it's nice seeing people using like the spoiler tags and using the spoiler room and things Very like important. That. So just like that, that. That means a lot to us that people... We have such a respectful community. So I, join us. I agree. So join us. And of course you can follow us everywhere you can follow us on instagram on x twitter whatever you want to call it you can follow us on there we have uh lots of great contests happening as well and if you check out our individual letterbox as well especially anthony's because he's updating it like crazy like at certain points i'm like dude you haven't even seen this movie yet i need to stop that, those, I need those to stop. 68 movies a there's day man so he's, many. Lo- he's logging there's them so in many. so many do you even know your password anymore anthony no uh-huh. I absolutely do, do not. <laughs> That's all good. You can you can follow Daniel and I, and I guarantee you it's the same movie that Anthony watched as well. <laughs> That's how I look at things. I'm like, why do I have to post on social media? These guys are just posting for me. I'm just yeah. The other there, white guy's right? doing it, so I'll just I'll just be chill, right? Like I don't want to like you know bombard you guys done, right? with built on the white guy's back. I, yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's 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 tough out there, and I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, is there anything else that you guys wanted to shout out before we kind of get to our conversation today about the zone of interest? 
I feel like I I'm mean, forgetting something, than, though. You know, I feel like there's a, a, a nice sponsor for today's episode. There is a nice sponsor for today's episode and a sponsor that we absolutely love here. We're going to get to more information about movie, But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about this movie that we got to see today at TIFF. It's directed by Jonathan Glazer. It's called The Zone of Interest. And the synopsis goes like this this the commandment commandant of auschwitz rudolf haas and his wife hedwig strive to build a dream life for their family in a house and garden next to the camp this is a very um interesting film and, I, and, and i'm really curious to see what kind of conversation we have about it so when i well, i want to get to daniel for your first reaction for the zone of interest you know going into this film with a lot of films at tiff we we go and not really knowing anything we get synopsises you know uh anthony and i knew the synopsis of this film going in we knew that it also premiered earlier this year um at Cannes film festival where it won the grand prix um and going into we're like okay like this is interesting and then knowing that it was also picked up by a24 also starts to like you know you know color your vision to like how what to expect for this movie right um and i think the zone of interest especially that lasts i think the last 10 minutes for me really was where you get a, a huge gun punch, gut punch with this movie, but um, it's very just somber and sad. And I went throughout the entirety of this movie almost just like overwhelmed by how normal these harrowing acts are being, are, are happening in this film. So as Shay said in the synopsis, this movie takes place um, literally a wall away from Auschwitz and there is this German family living there, this Nazi family living there and they just carry on with their everyday lives. You know, the husband is a, is an officer is a Nazi officer doing his thing. Um, and again, I'm saying that very reductively and uh, you know what I mean when I say it like that, but it's like he is living his day to day life and literally the wall away from them, like a, a couple of feet separated from them. The most like heinous crimes committed on earth are happening where you literally hear the shrills and the screams and the guns killing just mass genocide, um, the, the Jews on the other side. And it's so harrowing just to be there. And it's like, you're just living your life. And this movie also personally keeps you at a distance. Like there's not a lot of close-ups in this movie and it could be just the style of Jonathan Glazier or just the style of how we want to shoot it, but it keeps you far away. And you're not really seeing emotion from these characters because this is just normal for them they're living their lives and they're laughing about it they're just they're having fun they're having parties in their house and it's like at the end like at the end of it all it's like literally a, a wall away like the world is ending for so many people and we've seen so many movies and shows and books and, and graphic novels telling the stories of what's happening on the other side of that wall but when you have a, like a, a family just living their lives just peacefully on the other side, it just really just tears you apart. And I think that's what really struck me with the zone of interest is that I'm, I'm sitting here and it's like I'm trying to get engaged to the story that it's telling. But the story that it's telling is so normal, quote unquote, normal for one side. And then on the other side, you're just dealing with just the struggles of hundreds of thousands of people. And obviously Auschwitz, Auschwitz is the most known, I think, concentration camp that we've heard throughout history and throughout movies that's been covered there. Um, and to just have a story that's told without, again, I know it's intentional to have a story that's told that's just so 
harrowing and balancing just a normal human life it's I, it's it, like i'm struggling to to put together thoughts and how i'm feeling about it because it's like you you think about like hey did i enjoy this movie it's not really a movie that you could really say that you enjoyed but you're you're going along and you're just you're just almost like you feel like you're trapped you feel like you are just sitting there watching like you you can't stop what's happening but from one side they're just carrying on like nothing's happening and it's just like I know we are talking a lot about it after we watch it, so I, I definitely want to hear what you guys think. But uh, I think it's a very powerful film. Um, I don't think it's one that I'll be honest, like that I ever feel like I'll need to revisit because I feel like there's a lot of other stories that I'd rather learn about that are happening on the other side of the wall, the more important stories like that. But um, yeah, I'm torn with this one because I think it's a really well-made film. I think it's has some uh, really strong performances in it. Sandra Huller, who we just saw in Anatomy of a Fall, um, really uh, she she's she's well cast in this film. She she gives a good performance. There's never anything in her performance that I feel really makes me want to connect with her more because she is so adamant on staying in that house no matter where her husband is assigned to, moved around in the war. All she cares about is the house and there's this tracking shot where she's literally just walking through her backyard and it's like showing off the the uh, the vegetables showing off the pool showing off the slide and literally you're hearing like the gunfire you're hearing the shrieks on the other side of the wall and you see like the the roof of the Auschwitz camp and you see the smokestack and there's a point in the film too where um you know the everything's kind of glowing red while they're having dinner or they're in the rooms because there's like the the, the fire going off um in the across the across the fence and it's just like i don't know it's funny like i i don't know how to to, to talk about this film in like a positive way or it's not that i don't know how to it's just like i feel like we're just deconstructing it more but please i'd, I'd love to to hear what you guys thought about it so we could open it up a bit more you know, Daniel, I, I get where you're coming from when it's when it's a movie about a subject matter as this, but you really have to try and the best your best to kind of separate what is the story of this film and what is the subject matter of this film, and then really talk about what the movie is because we know that the crimes that happened in Nazi Germany were absolutely horrible. There's no defending it, and this movie doesn't do any sort of uh, job to say, "Oh no, it was okay." Absolutely not. It's really showing you the horrors of it all. This is this is much more of a of a somber horror movie. Now, as a movie yeah. itself, I think you know visually it, it, it's it's striking to look at at certain points. It's it's scary, but because of its somber and very bland tone. It kind of just reminded me of a film that I would have seen at a museum or an art exhibit that I'm kind of walking through and I'm seeing all the different things. And then there's just something being projected on the wall. And it happens to be a day in the life of this Nazi Germany um, uh, commandant of, of, of Auschwitz. And you're just kind of like right. walking and you're seeing like, oh, wow, that's horrible. They're just living their life. And then you kind of move on to another section of it. Because in this movie, it almost feels like you can kind of walk in at any point of this film and you haven't really lost of what's going on. Because within the first 10 to 15 minutes of this movie, you get an idea as to what it's all about. It never really oh, yeah. changes its pace. It never really changes what it's mm -hmm. trying to tell you. You get an idea of exactly what this movie is right within the first 15 to 20 minutes even i'd say almost like it was like a, a short film right like i think you could have almost told a short film and and still gone the the point of what this story was trying to tell right because the longer you stay with it you're just like okay like we're staying a, a really long time with these characters where they're just doing 
normal mundane everyday things mm-hmm. so it's just like like I, i'm talking like on the on the on the, like, the, this household it's because right? it's literally like like you have first world problems and you have nazi germany problems like that's what they were right. dealing with they were like oh like who are who like our food is burnt or like this is happening and it's just yeah. it's just like yeah. you don't even see what's kind of happening behind it but again and you look at a movie like this and within like i said in the first 20 minutes really you you know exactly what this movie is and then it, it kind of overstays its welcome because we know the atrocities that are occurring we know everything that's happening bad and it just starts to keep pushing forward that same story that same that same thing that you're kind of seeing Anthony, i'm going to get to your first reactions but before we do that we want to kick it over to our sponsors for this episode movie this episode of the movie podcast is brought to you by movie a global curated streaming service showing exceptional films from around the globe from iconic directors to emerging auteurs there is always something new to discover some recent movie releases include Park Chan-wook's Decision to Leave, Leia Mises's The Five Devils, and Lars von Trier's The Kingdom Trilogy. With movie, each and every film is hand-selected. It's like your own personal film festival, streaming anytime, anywhere. And speaking of festivals, the Toronto International Film Festival is happening right now and there's a world of cinema in Toronto. And the only other place that you could get a world of cinema at your fingertips is on movie. Picture this, you and your closest friends in a screen loaded with hand-picked cinematic gems, all courtesy of movie. Are you bored of the same old movies available every single streaming service? Movie is the place where you're going to get something that you've never heard of before, and it may just be your next favorite film. You can try a movie free for 30 days at movie.com slash the movie podcast. That's mubi.com slash the movie podcast for a whole month of great cinema for free. And we're back. Thank you so much to our friends at Red Movie for sponsoring this episode. Anthony. Please give us your first reactions to Zone of Interest or if you have anything that you kind of want to just address that we talked about. Well, the the movie is very much a portrait of how evil people can be. That's that's my takeaway. Um, we'll talk about the story a little bit later on, but like it's just chilling. It's inhuman look at a dem- like a family that's living like a domestic life next to Auschwitz. Can you imagine that was actually something that was happening is just the juxtaposition of everything that's happening on one side of the fence to the other. I didn't even know that people lived that close. I mean, like I didn't even know that it was surrounded that closely by soldiers or people. Because we were, I I think we're so used to having that concept again of how it's portrayed in films where it's like Auschwitz is this far away place. That's like remote and like a prison. And it was, but you know, they made, this household just that shares a fence with it looks so inviting and welcoming. Like and it's like, it's again, like Anthony said, that juxtaposition of everything, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I actually, when I got home, it's the, again, this is one of those movies where you want to learn more. And, and again, I didn't know this uh, house existed right next to uh, the camp. So, you know, you can actually go on Google maps and see this house and see the camp. And it's literally right next to, the the camp is just it is mind-boggling this is a story that i i don't think a lot of people know about you know like this is the 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 way jonathan goes about it is like this is the day in the life of a nazi family and you know they they get their kids ready for school you got the grandmothers you got cooks and cleaners living in the house maybe there's some men in the garden but they're wearing stripes you know sometimes they're they head to the river for for a swim and then you know 
daily they'll have like these these again prisoners bring clothing to them that belong to you know the Jewish families that were inside this camp their property and be given to these these this piece of shits that live next door you know yeah and they prepare dinner they converse about what's happening in town and then they they don't address what's happening behind their backyard and it's crazy like the the way the movie kind of uses sound to communicate the horror surrounding this house and communicate like this the smokestacks and the fire you know this is like symbolic of death and it just you know this guy this fucking rudolph Haas ss officer who he literally created new methods to kill people like the, the yeah. and there was a scene in the movie where they they talk about um the chambers and how they would gas them and then from there they would go into this uh this uh smokestack or this incinerator and then they would burn and that's essentially what it was it was like this rotating assembly line of murder yeah and the way they present that and it's just a way where it's just like yeah like it's just like these two guys explaining how like your phone works yeah it's so frustrating because like your brain i don't think our brains really comprehend right away like the atrocities like atrocities when you see it because they're talking about it so nonchalantly mm-hmm. like yeah so like we're going to turn on this one and then turn on this one it's literally and like you're when just you like, order like on people to come into your house to like rebuild your basement or something yeah it's like they're they're addressing it like that so matter of fact and it's just like hold on a second are we are you talking about what we think you're talking about right now and they are it's yeah like, what the fuck it's wild there's there's just there's there's a moment that i, I don't want to spoil really but there's a moment in the lake that occurs that immediately was like that is just horrifying what you're seeing but there's other stuff in this movie that there's like this this there's there's this vignette of like night vision shots that are occurring that you know they're kind of telling its own subplot or its own story in a way about what's happening on the other side of things so you're kind of getting these small vignettes of oh this is what was happening on the jewish side of things but there's so few and far between that it, it kind of felt a little out of place to me and Definitely, it really kind yeah. of distance itself from what the movie was trying to tell again it is a short film but i truly believe like you mentioned daniel this could have been a short film in general you 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 get the idea you get the horror of the film so quickly that as it keeps pushing forward it's not that it's shocking you more or it's it's blowing your mind more it's more like okay yeah yeah this is this is horrible but what's what's next like what 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 is the story that what, what are you trying to push on to what's next and i think that's kind of what with this film i just felt like I got it. I understood it. And then I felt like it just overstated for me. It's like it's battling itself because you know how important the story is, but then Mm -hmm. you also realize that the person that you're watching and witnessing and being the main part of the story, you don't, you don't like, you hate, you wish death upon them. So it's a struggle of why do I need to, why do I care about this guy who lived next to the house? When I know within the first 20 minutes, he's, he, orchestrates everything that's happening in Auschwitz. He migrates to different parts of Germany to help their frigging camps and comes back and kills Hungarian Jews who've been sent to this camp. And I just, I just struggle to find where I understand the importance of the story. And I understand like, wow, this is really, this is something that we all should know, Mm -hmm. but it also is a struggle to 
want to like like daniel said i can't watch this film again because i don't want to like it's just it's such an evil thing to watch Mm -hmm. even though it's important it's It's like this weird feeling that i'm in that i'm stuck in the middle of like yeah it's yeah it's an important movie but also yeah the story struggles to get me on board with it and i don't know if it should like like should it should i even want to watch this film and i know he he made this movie in conjunction with um, the the people who were in charge of Auschwitz and like the whole historical thing and and making mm-hmm. it more, I guess aware for people to be more aware. But it's just I don't know. I just struggle to like have a feeling of what this film is. I just feel sadness, you know. Yeah, and I, and I don't mean it. I don't mean it like like in a prude sense where it's like, oh, I, I can't watch this. But I meant it more like like it's just like there's this is something that I feel like. I would read this novel in university or yeah. I'd watch this film in university and study it and write a, a paper on it. Um, but it's never something that I, I feel like I would ever choose uh, willingly to revisit because yeah, like other than the, other than the subject matter, I think the film itself, there isn't a lot there that I, I connected with in the sense of the story of the, the family itself. Mm-hmm. Again, like, like we were saying everything going on on the other side and, that was going on to stop what was happening. That's more of an interesting story to me. And I think that's why when we look at a movie like Oppenheimer this year, which is three hours and had incredible pacing compared to this film, which was about an hour and 40 minutes, which felt very slow. Um, there's a lot of other films out there that I feel are given a perspective and given uh, a light that I feel warrants more of those stories being told where again i don't feel like this film is glorifying anything that's happening um on either side but it's also just like i don't care about this family i don't want to spend more time with this family anymore mm-hmm. um this movie also does another thing that uh really um irked me a little bit and it literally is right as the film was starting that it, there's about four minutes of just a black screen with some of the score playing and i get like it's like trying to like you know, get us in the maybe the mindset or the perspective of what's happening, um, and that anticipation. And the first minute of it, I was like, okay, like I'm on edge right now. I'm I feel like whatever's about to happen, like I it's movies trying to prepare me and, and make me feel on edge and scared and not knowing what's going to come next. And I mm-hmm. get that there's a, an allegory for that and what's going on on the other side of the fence at Auschwitz. I totally get that. But when you're having that for about four, what felt like five minutes, like you're just like, okay. This is overstaying its welcome now. Yeah. It also does it again at the end of the film, not as long before the final credits start to air. And then randomly in the middle of the film, there's like a flash to red and it just stays there for a little bit too. So it just feels like it's 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 an interesting choice by Jonathan Glazer to to include that, where I feel like it really didn't add anything, or like they like Shay said earlier, a lot of things in this film I would say they're welcome. The approach yeah, to it go ahead. The, sorry, the, uh, the, the approach to it is I feel like it came off very student, artistic vibe. Uh, this is something that I wanted to like use soundscape to maybe showcase some sort of feeling or build a feeling of what it might have been right. like to be in total darkness in this camp, right? That, that, that's my interpretation. But sometimes mm-hmm. those things kind of get in the way of how important the story is. I feel like when you do like an artistic... Of, you know you give an artistic value to it in in this um uh experimental type of way 
it it, it I don't want to say a lesson to story, but there is it feels like there's something it takes missing. Away, I feel and it, it, and it, it takes could away. distract from it, right? There's, it could distract from the story that you're telling. I yeah. was also reading that he set up cameras around uh, the house. Jonathan Glacier. Story? Jonathan Glacier. Yeah, he set oh, up oh, cameras. Around- cameras back then? <laughs> <laughs> no, he set up cameras around the house so the actors can can improvise majority of their scenes. So a lot of it is just really. I'm I'm very curious to to hear what um, what parts were actually directed and what parts were actually just these are full length scenes. That doesn't um, surprise me at all because at it all. does. Yeah. It, again, that's another artistic experiment. Let's let's put cameras there and just let these actors act it out and yeah, make you feel like you were there. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and sometimes it's the most normal things they're doing right for very the majority normal. of this film. It's just like this Mundane. is day-to-day life. Yeah. Very normal. But at times it could become very long and monotonous and it just becomes I you feel it. You you, you really feel it because you you know what's happening behind that wall, mm-hmm. but you're also trying to understand why I care about a conversation about I don't know what food to eat, what food they're eating. You know, right. like it's yeah. just little things like that. Yeah. I, I, again, like I, I, I want to stress the fact that I feel like this movie could have just, you know, capped off exactly at 30 minutes. Could have been a short film that Jonathan Glazer made, and it would have, I feel, been more impactful because you, once you get that sense of anger and dread, it, it leaves after a bit because you just start to wonder why you're with this family, and then why you're getting these very small vignettes of. The, the the Jewish side and again it, they're, they're so subtle in a way where it's like you know what story are you trying to tell me here what are right. you, am I trying to feel um, but yeah we're not we're not really doing um, you know our, our final recommendations for this film but based on what you're hearing right now if you do go watch this film at TIFF or you do check it out when it comes out again in Canada it will be releasing through Elevation Pictures and A24 as well across uh, the United States and other places as well if you do go watch this movie, please definitely do comment below or leave us a comment on Spotify or join our Discord as well and let us know, hey, I got to watch this movie. This was These are my thoughts on it because I'm sure everyone is going to have a very different reaction. I feel people, especially from Europe, who maybe have a different view or a different sense of certain things, that might, I feel, give a bit more of a... Uh, of an authentic kind of look to it. So I'm really curious to see how this movie sits with people. Again, Jonathan Glazer is a director that a lot of people now are tending to gravitate towards because our screening was packed today. People were really excited to see what he's kind of come, come, come doing. And of course, with it winning the Grand Prix as well, I'm sure a lot of people are interested to see where this film goes. And of course, you have, uh, oh my God, uh, Sandra Hewler, who is fantastic in Anatomy of a Fall and she's getting praise for that. So there's a lot of moving parts in this film that I think are going to gravitate people towards it. And I'm really curious to see how it does sit with everybody. Anything else that you guys want to add before we kind of wrap up? No, that's that's it. Yeah, I think um, it, it's an interesting one and I'm glad it's one that we got to unpack. You know, when we were coming home, I'm like, oh, I feel like this is going to be a shorter review for us. But so far, this feels like it might be our longest <laughs> TIFF review yeah. so far. But it- I think... A movie like this warrants discussion, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I would say. Like, It's not something that you can just... Be light about. Be light about it. There's very heavy subject matter. And real life things. This is real, mm-hmm. real, real life. Like, again, audience, this is a real thing. Um, so it's important to, like, really educate yourself and, and just know... Because we don't... Like, what's the, the, the term? Don't we, we don't want to forget our past because that's how we kind of grow. So we can't forget about the things, the atrocities that have happened to people. 
Yeah, absolutely, Anthony. Uh, of course, we have the Movie Podcast. You can follow us everywhere on social media at the Movie Podcast. Please join our Discord as well. Leave us a comment down below. If you're on Spotify, you can leave comments there as well. We love what, we love what we're doing, and we love that you love what we're doing as well because you're supporting us with all these different things. September is going to be a crazy month for us. We have TIFF. We have a lot of other great stuff coming soon that we can't talk about. Oh, my God. To not say what's coming up is, is crazy. So I'm really excited to, to share all that stuff with everybody soon. We are so pumped. Of course, that was this time with the movie podcast. We'll see you next.